0: What's up y'all, it's already C, the Gap Tooth Genius. This is the 21st episode of the best podcast in Bakersfield, California. This is... Shoot that shit. Right. Hit the shit. You'll get the I shit. this shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C. the Gap2 Genius. We are back for the STS Podcast. This is episode 21. We're going to call this episode Real Talk, just off the top. Hope you guys enjoyed the beat in the beginning. That's something that we used to do back in the day when uh, we were flowing. <laughs> and um, I want to welcome you guys back. Returning listeners, welcome back to the show. This podcast is nothing without you guys. New listeners, I hope you guys are subscribing to Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, um We got a Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find your podcast. The STS Podcast is there. Shooting the shit. Is there so make sure you guys tune in for that? Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at STS Podcast 661. Again, that's STS Podcast 661. We have a lot of shirts available, y'all, every color, every size. So make sure you hit me up for your STS shirts. Real quick, man, give a big shout out to our sponsor last week, West Air Gas Equipment. Really, really appreciative of all the sponsors that we get to. Um, you know, spread the word on the podcast, and I appreciate you guys donating, you know, whatever money you guys can to sponsor. Um, I don't do this for the money. Uh, this isn't, a, I guess, a stream of income. This is something just to get my mind clear. Like I said, we're going to do a solo pod today. But I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, West Air. And Gases is Incorporate, Incorporated. Make sure y'all hit them up, y'all. Wanna give a big shout out to my guy, um, Magoo, came through last week. Always honored to have him, my brother on the podcast. Um again, we're gonna do a solo podcast today. But I just wanted to um big give a big shout out to the Gonzaleses. I took I, I did their wedding this weekend. Beautiful spot here at Mill Creek Park, Mill Creek Mill, um, I don't even know what the hell it's called to be honest with you, Mill Creek Park I believe, um, it's the garden section that was beautiful, a little hot, um, but you no, know, the crowd was lovely, I had, a, I, had a, I had to get a Spanish translator, that was always fun, but I tried these new QSC speakers, man, I'm telling you guys, this shit has raised the bar on my DJ life, um, I always say I want to be, I don't, you know, a lot of DJs are production based. And, you know, they look great. The lights look great. You know, the spinning lights look great. The lasers look great, but they can't really mix. They can't, you know, they can't read a crowd. I'd rather be the guy who reads the crowd. And now that I have these speakers, this is going to take it to another level for me. In my personal opinion, I think it's going to be really great. I'm really excited for that. Um,. Last week's episode, man, good did, did great numbers. I was actually kind of surprised. I think it was just probably the 20th twentieth episode um, that kind of got people to check it out. I'm glad, you know. I'm really glad we got some new listeners. I'm never going to really complain about that. But sometimes, you know, you just know, sometimes the episode didn't feel, sometimes it doesn't feel right. You know, it doesn't feel like a... Uh, It was up to par, but, you know, the people showed me I was wrong on that. So it was really nice. I'm going to do a solo pod today. we got a couple topics we're going to discuss today. But before we do that, let my guy, the DOC, tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor. Let me in here. All right, y'all. This is the Shooting the Shit segment. We're here to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. It looks like it was a busy week, man. We got... A lot of to talk about I think we're gonna hop in We're gonna talk about this Dave Chappelle <laughs> Dave Chappelle Netflix special that dropped I Man, I don't know about you guys But I think The Sticks and Stones I'm not a I can not say I'm a history guy Like I said, I'm not an expert I think a lot of uh, We discussed this before on the podcast I'm not an expert on a lot of these things um, I like, you know I guess it's the, the cliche Comedians Uh Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Bernie Mac—where we seen the kings of comedy. The kings of comedy. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big George Carlin fan. So uh, I felt like George Carlin really uh, always, you know, went against the the norm or the way that we're supposed to, you know, we're manufactured to think or um, you know the way uh, I guess they, being whoever the fuck they is, they want us to. Um, to be distracted and I think he really called out a lot of that on his um comedy specials. And I felt like Dave Chappelle on this one, man, I've heard the last two he've done, last three, whatever he did, but this one here struck a nerve, struck a chord amongst um both sides of the aisle, I guess, um the woke community, I guess you could say. And it's been um it's been interesting how people have been responding to this 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 comedy special. I know I'm, I'm not going to repeat a lot of things he said, but it was crazy, man. He was just speaking on a lot of, um, I guess, biases, a lot of uh, double standards that exist in the world now that we have. I guess the woke police and people who are really um, making sure that we walk on thin ice when we discuss our opinion or we uh, we really uh, speak on what we believe in, which I don't think it should be. I think, you know, some people, everybody's not going to fuck with your opinion. Everybody's not going to. Agree with what you say. Some people are gonna feel a certain type of way, but I have a lot of friends that don't feel the same type of way uh, about a lot of things I believe in, and I'm vice versa. I don't. I'm sure they don't support a lot of the theories or a lot of um, ideologies that I believe in. But damn, y'all, Dave Chappelle showed us that it was okay to laugh again. I think it's been so um this this generation, this era, this this last five years has been so. Man, I can't even. It's been it's been thin ice, y'all. You can't, you know, you can't can't speak out against certain things. You can't speak your mind. You can't laugh. But when they, when they Dave Chappelle, you're stuck into to a lot of people, the Alphabet people, which one that was that really stood out to me. Um, the Michael Jackson, the R. Kelly thing. We got a lot of um, crazy things going on in society. A lot of people that um, you know. A lot of people we admired, a lot of people in the entertainment business that we looked up to at one point in our lives, have been um, have been exposed. So it's been really interesting to see the to, to see the response. I guess on what's um, looking up now. You know, like I said, this is a solo pod. We're just gonna go with the flow, man. We're gonna let me just look at this real fast here. I believe on Rotten Tomatoes, which again, y'all, I don't really give a fuck about none of this stuff. I don't. I never. I look at shit I like just because um, I don't really go off what other people say about movies. I want to just check it out myself. Um, I don't go to Rotten Tomatoes and see what the fuck a critic or audience suggested. But it was a big deal yesterday because my brother was telling me on this um uh, I guess, on the tomato meter, it got 30%. And the audience scores 99%. So it looks like... Um, the cri- I'm not saying all these critics are pro left or the left, but it looks like they're not. They're not with Dale on this one. Uh, it looks it looks really lopsided. It looks like the people understand that this is comedy, and there are just some things we need to laugh about. You know, I I'm a big believer in one of the best um the, one of the best feelings in the world, y'all, um, is laughing till you cry. That shit is awesome. Uh, and that's what Dave made me do on this one. I really, My brother really um, put me on this one and said, you need to check this out. This is funny. He's going against everybody. And Dave Chappelle did not hold back. And you really have to appreciate that. We got to really protect Dave Chappelle at any cost. We really got to appreciate these type of comedians. These type of people who are just still saying fuck what y'all think? I'm gonna make a sketch about this. I'm gonna make sure this is funny. I'm gonna tell people how I really feel. There's always some truth in jokes. There's always truth in the, in between the lines. So this is one is the you. This one of these comedy sh- uh, specials. It kind of reminded me of um Carlin's. You have to read between the lines and see exactly what he's saying, b- what the point he's trying to get across to everybody. So that was really fun to see Dave really put it to people. Really um uh, I mean you could tell some of these things are jokes, y'all we got to stop being so serious sometimes. It's okay to make fun of people. I know um, some people get offended by the word faggot. Some people get offended by the word bitch. Um, and I agree with y'all. I know there's some of these words shouldn't be used, man. But then Dave's telling y'all, like, I can't say that. But y'all want me to drop the N-word, but that's not what I am. Like, why would I be able to drop that if I can't say a faggot because I'm not gay? That was something that you guys really had to really digest and really soak in what he's trying to say what he was trying to get across to you the audience that was really um i do, i don't watch a lot of comedy specials from start to end but I really did check this out and i um I enjoyed it man i really um I really enjoyed it I really thought it was something special i'm I'm sure if you are of age or you're low um again I'm not here fuck I'm not here to fucking be a put on the um TV police, we let your kids watch this shit great. Let them hear this shit, man, because sometimes you need to laugh. And I'm glad Dave did that, man. I'm really glad, um, I'm really glad a lot of the people who, um, understand that this is just comedy understand where Dave's coming from. It's an art, and this is a great art. And, um, I have, I'm, a, I'm all for it. And if you hear my niece crying in the background, this is why I'm kind of talking low. I got kids in here today. I got me of my brother take care of my niece and nephew. And they're sleeping, so I can't really be as loud and flamboyant as I want. So, um, again, y'all, make sure y'all check that out, man. It's called Sticks and Stones. Um... Dave Chappelle was back in his bag, and it was great to see. Uh, speaking of back in his bag, and maybe for the last time, Jeezy um, came out with the new album today, y'all. Or actually, I'm sorry, not today. I'm kind of behind a little bit. Jeezy dropped, I think it was, let me just confirm, it's called Thug, Motiv- Thug Motivation 104.104. 104. And... Um, I didn't listen to all of it, man, but I did listen to enough to say this is um some grown man, Jeezy. I like the um, entre- entrepreneur. That was great. Big shit. I really, already, Rich, I I love that, Better Tell Them, I love that, MLK Boulevard, 06, when, again, 06 with Rick Ross, when Rick Ross and Jeezy get on track, man, it's so beautiful, man, I, I, like, I've been telling people this, I think, I would, I would love to hear a Jeezy and Ross collab album, don't know if, um, that's something that people are interested in, maybe I'll throw it out there on, um, Instagram world, it's, it's um, it's beautiful when you hear Ross and me. Um, I'm sorry, Ross and Jeezy on a track. Supposedly this is gonna be Jeezy's last album. Who knows? You know how it is in the rap, bro. I think rappers are just like wrestlers. They all want that. They, they want that last, that last um album, that last match, and um, you know, they always come back. So I hope Jeezy maybe he did. You know, I'm sure he's invested his money really well, and uh, I think he's gonna be really fun. I wanna. I'm not gonna ever get enough of Jeezy. I got Jeezy again in my top forty. I got Jeezy. Um, he's a he is a as a pioneer in trap music. He's a pioneer in the dirty south. He's a pioneer in hip hop. At the end of the day, another pioneer in hip hop that dropped some dope stuff is Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott uh dropped. I, let me tell you something, this song is called, the single from this one is called Throw It Back, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of turned off, this is just me as a rap fan, hip hop head, whatever you want to call me, I'm not a fan of calling albums, albums that are only four fucking songs long, that's just me, um, it looks like they do call it, Ike. Iconology, it's a four-song album, but their job, you know, I've heard it's the new album, it's an EP, let's be real, but nevertheless, nevertheless, I love Throw It Back, I love Why I Still Love You, uh, Drip Demeanor and Cool Off were cool too, but Throw Back is, I don't know who, let me see if I even have, who produced this track, I don't even know, um... Oh Mike Will. It looks like Mike Will made that. Not um can't say I'm shocked. This is a great song. Missy really shows her versatility on this track. I think the the production's really well on this one. If you guys listen to one song this week, listen to Throwback, uh, Missy Switch. I know the first two verses are gonna be a little bouncy, but that third verse, she spits fire, she spits facts. Uh, I was telling my brother, I'm not uh, Missy made my top fifty, made the top fifty list. If you look at the top fifty list, I think it was episode nineteen, episode eighteen. Uh, we made a top fifty. Missy was on there. I think Missy and Lauren Hill were the only ones who made the top fifty. Uh, I'm not a fan of Missy's disco- uh, discology. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Missy's albums per se as uh and that's not saying they're horrible they're whack nothing of that nature y'all nothing of that nature I'm just saying her just disc- her discography uh there there's classics in there man but they're just when I compare Missy to Pac or I compare Missy to Snoop Cube Nas Missy just doesn't it's been a while. She think, her last album was back in the early 2000s. And I'm not hating on Missy. You guys can say whatever you want. She's a fucking legend. She... She has some great stuff, but it just wasn't enough for me. And that's just my opinion. Um, I love Missy. Again, I put her in top 50, so no one can say I'm a hater on Missy Elliott. But I just always wonder why Missy didn't drop more the last couple years. But again, it's bigger than rap. I'm sure she did a lot of songwriting, a lot of producing, a lot of work with um, Tweet, a lot of work with these um, new artists that she has with Timbaland. I just always thought Missy could have had more. But then again I wasn't around when, you know, her first albums dropped. You no know, I was a kid. Like I knew you know, I I listened when So Addictive came out, that was the hottest shit ever. The hottest shit ever. I felt like, man, I remember with Get Your Freak On, One Minute Man, um uh, with this, I remember there's one with Jay Z on there. Uh there's a you can't say she doesn't have classics. Okay, I'm just saying the discography for me did not measure up to where I wanted to put her at. I probably could have put her higher, but when you look at this discography, I was like, damn, where's been at? Where's where's been the last last couple of years? And that's no knock on Missy, man. That's no knock on Missy at all. Love misdemeanor Elliott, legend in my mind. Um, as far as uh, being an innovator, you have to appreciate that. I'm glad she was recognized at MTV. Uh, the MTV Awards the other day is, a, uh, I think she got that Michael Jackson Award, which she deserves, y'all, if, when it comes to movie, or when it comes to music videos, and being, excuse me, when it comes to music videos and being on top of that and being ahead of the game, Missy Elliott's one you always wanna, always wanna mention, always wanna include in that, so... That's something I'm really, uh, I hope you guys take I hope you guys listen to it though. I'm not saying don't listen to it. Um, there's a couple more that I really wanted to speak about, but I haven't listened to. That was Sir. Uh, let me just look. He's from TD. I'm sure you guys heard of him. If you guys haven't, he signed the same label that Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, Absol, Reason, Isaiah Rashad, J Rock. So his name is Sir. He's an R&B singer. Let me just get this out for there real fast here, y'all. It's called Chasing Summer. You guys should definitely check that out. I haven't listened to all of it. Um, but I'm going to definitely check. I'm sorry, Scizor and Zachary. Uh, that's something you guys definitely need to listen to. I like the hair down cut. That was with Kendrick Lamar. That was the first song on the album. I've um, honestly have not had a chance to listen to more of it. But, sir, I'm going to definitely... His last album was awesome. So, chase summer something. I'm, I'm really going to be really uh, intrigued to listen to. I'm really curious about it. Another one I listened to i kind of just jumped around on it and i just haven't had time that's rhapsody um and again she's one of the dopest mcs in the world she's the dopest one of the probably the best female mc in the world right now y'all you guys got to check this out um it's called eve and it looks like um Honestly, it looks like these songs are all named after women, which is great. And it looks like it's gonna be a it's a ode to them, it's a tribute. So I'm really, really um, excited for that. If you look at um, they have Crisis, Knife, Wondrous, Producers, Knots. I'm a big Knots fan. Knots is probably one of my top five producers ever. Uh, she got Sir on there, Queen Latifah, J. Cole, D'Angelo, Giza. So she has some hip hop. If you love hip hop, listen to this album, man. It's called Eve. It's by Rhapsody. Really, um. I love, I love that hip hop. You're not gonna get your pop, You're not gonna have your club anthems. You're not gonna have shit to shake their ass and you know play in the club. But just some real rap, y'all. This is why this one, this this episode is called Real Talk. You're just gonna get some real talk and maybe something to um, broaden your horizons a little bit, change your perspective on things. She's gonna speak of things I'm sure that uh, that matter to her, matter to all women, should matter to all individuals. All of all doesn't matter if uh, your gender at all. And again, y'all, y'all hear some pauses. Sorry, I gotta drink my water. I'm doing a solo pod. It's been a while. Really wanted to do a solo pod today. Really been in my own little bag, my own little world, y'all. So it's kind of, um, if this is podcast a little bit short, forgive me. I just wanted to put something out. You know, I know me. I'm all about being consistent and making sure that uh, we drop consistent stuff. So I'm really happy about that one thing I wasn't happy about, let me tell y'all a story, man. Uh, my guy, Rob, if you know there's no Rob, um, he's, my, he's my homeboy, Double R. We had a podcast together, my first podcast in the game. It was called Off the Fly. That was my co-host, one of my best friends, my guy. It's all love. Uh, he's getting married pretty soon, about two months from now. And uh, he asked me to be in his wedding. I was honored. Him and Jackie, I was privileged, honored, um, grateful, happy, it's, um, and I, I'm, I'm going to Fucking, I'm, I'm ready to be in their wedding. I'm, I love it. Uh, but, man, we went to go uh, get our tuxedos fitted, and I went in there, you know. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going I'm to eat good for a week. I'm going to be all right. Man, was I wrong. We went in there, and I got, you know, I got laced up, got, got measured out, knew the homegirl. You know, I'm like, damn, I'm looking good right now, you know. She popped out with, oh, yeah, you got a size 40. I'm like, what? My, my chest or what the hell was that? not on your waist i'm like nah and if y'all know me um that you know me man i'm 5'3 i'm 210 pounds and i don't look it i think i'm compressed you know i think i look that's the shit. I, think, I think i still got it you know you catch me like, i'll dance a little bit i still got it but damn i can't wear a size 40 y'all this can't be life so the last, it's been like probably almost two weeks now. Man, let me tell you, I've been running, been trying to eat good, trying to cut this fucking soda out of my life. That's what it is, man. It's the soda and this fast food. So size 40, I'm not going to do it. I just texted my guy, the other day, him and Jack. I was like, size 40, my ass, and I'm over here running. I'm running this heat, running three miles. I mean, let me be honest with you guys, man. I've been petrified. It's a mental block, I think. I think a lot of times when we just... You know, we're trying to get back in this routine of working out and eating right. It's a commitment. I think it's a responsibility that uh, I didn't want. And I, you know, I've I've ran a few miles in my life. You know, I used to do the boxing thing. So it's all about running your miles and the road work, and you're really, um, you're really on your ass about that. And I don't know what the fuck it's been, man. I think it's just been a mental block for me. Every day, I've been thinking about this for six months, man. i want to go run tomorrow. Oh, no, fuck it off. I'll eat bad. Oh, if I eat bad, I ain't going to fucking, I ain't going to run. I'm making excuses, essentially making excuses. And, um, it's, it's been crazy, man. I really, uh, I've been feeling good the last nine, ten days, pretty three miles. I ran about four miles. My guy might get the bluffs. He pushed me again. To, I like being pushed to my limits. Um, and I've been feeling really good, y'all. That first run, I was scared, but I said, fucking, I got to do this, again. I got to get that mental block. I think it's all mental for me, you know. It's, it's part laziness. Laziness is a disease, man. I think y'all really have to understand that being lazy is a fucking disease. Sometimes you just got to get up and get it. Uh, the first run was good. I made it through. I got this hip thing going on, but, you know, I pushed through it. The second day wasn't bad. I probably skipped a few days and hit the run again. And I feel good, man, and I, I... I ran this morning, felt really good again, good sweat. Um, what's something really different this time and trying this time around is running without any fucking distractions. No phones, no headphones. Um, usually when I'm running, you know, I'm, I'm snapping it like, oh, I'm getting this grind, I'm grinding, I you know I love the grind, which is all great and shit. But... Sometimes you just don't need those distractions, y'all. And I think uh, it's been really helping me focus, stay on point. Remember, we're doing one step at a time. We're not looking ahead at the run. It's all about breathing. Honestly, y'all, remember when we're doing these runs. And when you're running, I hope um, you remember it's all about your breathing. Keep a good pace. This isn't a fucking sprint don't give a fuck how slow you are just get it done make sure you don't stop you could what i do was I break the shit in quarter miles so just you know you can run a quarter mile rest up a little bit not the whole quarter mile and let's do another quarter mile another quarter mile i run around my hood so um when i'm running around the hood it's not hard i know where my quarter miles are at i know it's from here to edison edison to quantico quantico to um They, Quantico to the Oswell Bridge, Oswell Bridge to Virginia, Virginia, back to my spot. So it's, 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 I got that part knocked down, just getting up now, stop being lazy, and fuck that mental block. That's why I keep telling myself, fuck that mental block. And I, uh, it's been going really well. My weight's been going down. Uh, I ate like shit the other day, you know, sometimes you get invited to family functions, and you want to eat. When you're doing these gigs, they fucking feed you like a king. So, um, it's been really... It's been challenging. I'm not gonna lie. I Can't say it's easy, but the runs have have been really. Um, they've been really st- stress relieving, man. They really feel like um, I'm free again, and uh, I hope I keep it up, man. Just um, I I wanted to put it on here too, just because I wanted to keep myself uh, in check. I wanted to make sure that uh, I keep myself honest, and I'll make sure I want to keep you guys update every once in a while, man. Uh, I haven't went into the weights yet. I feel like. Uh, I don't want to get big. I need to slim down. I need to, I need to tone out a little bit. I guess a little bit of weight wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't uh, hurt at all. But I'm just running right now trying to get these joints moving again, trying to get this hip right, trying to get these legs used to carrying all this weight um, for that Along long of a distance, and, you know, we're running on, you're running on pavement, man, you're, you those impact, it's, 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 it's not a low impact thing, man, it's high impact, it's, uh, you know, when you're up those stairs, your joints are filling it, your joints are, what the fuck's going on, why is this big motherfucker running, um, so hopefully we get a slim down, hopefully this works out for the best, and I continue doing this, and I'm not a size 40 when my guy Rob get married, but you know what, too, isn't this, it's, it, that, that was the eye opener, but I'm really trying to make sure, um, I want to establish some type of healthy habit, and that's the first step is exercise. And um, eating is probably like seventy percent of it. So I'm trying to stop with the sugars. Um, I'm not a. I love fast food. Y'all know me. I love my burgers, but I really try to cut back on that. It's a cost of fi- It's a cost efficient move also on my end. Um, so. I hope y'all wish me luck, man. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be a real fun journey. Um, once I start gaining the hang of it, maybe I'll drop a few videos. Um, I think I can, I've i dropped 40 pounds before for boxing. I'm sure I could drop 40 pounds again for a wedding in my house. <laughs> so uh, I think it's going to be really fun, man. And, uh, you know, what was really fun this weekend. Um, all out. All Elite Wrestling. I know if you guys have uh, been paying attention to the podcast, I'm a real big fan of this of wrestling. And uh, this weekend in wrestling was actually a pretty big weekend. Um, AEW All Elite Wrestling had uh, their first pay per view or oh, their last pay per view before they go on national TV. Again, they're going to be on TNT. And if you guys heard me last week, you guys know I am ready for it. I'm ready for um. What's gonna be happening here? I'm really uh, excited for what what's happen. What's gonna happen um, in the future? We, all out. Uh, let me just go to the card real fast. I didn't watch all of this, man. Again, it was on Saturday. It was really hard for me to get into the get into. This. I'm not paying you fifty dollars beyond you. I Just can't do it anymore. Um, Nyla Rose won the uh, Casino Battle Royal. If you guys know Nyla Rose, she is a transgender. Um, she is a woman. She is a transgender woman. So that's interesting. How they gonna? How they gonna? Um, I don't even know if they even talk about that. It doesn't really fucking matter. I think. And it took me a lot to say this, too. i got to be open-minded with wrestling, and I don't give a fuck if Nyla Rose was a man and she's a woman now. She's a great athlete at the end of the day. I want to see great athletes and great wrestling on my TV, so congratulations to her. Um, let me tell you guys about this tag team real fast. It's called Private Party. Don't know much about them, but, God, they got some great spots, some good wrestling. They're really, really innovative. Um... It's refreshing they they're young uh, they I think they're catering to the young here um, and it was awesome to see them man they're called private party and um, it's uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. They beat Angelico and Jack Evans. So that was I I definitely watched that match. Um it was great. I loved it all. Loved what was going on with that. And uh, they're really innovative and I think they're gonna make that tactic tag team division even better. Um there is uh they they had SoCal versus Jungle Express. That I can't say I didn't watch all this, but I will tell you this, man. I'm really impressed with Luchasaurus. Um, He's a big motherfucker with a dinosaur mask on. Yes, I know. Call me crazy, but he's athletic. I like Jungle Boy 2 with a fucking athletic. I really enjoyed uh, Pac versus Kenny Omega. That was a a last-minute match, but it was a dream match, in my opinion. So that was really nice to see. That that was a shocking ending. I'm not going to do a spoiler, but check it out, man. Um... We had, a. am not going to get into that. There was just a couple of I'm not going to talk about because I didn't really catch them and I don't really care to be honest with you. Um, I did watch Cody with Sh- versus Sean Spears. That was a great match. Good storytelling, a lot of interference, but that's just you know we I think we have to probably carry that on eventually. And if wins and matters do really matter in this uh, um, this organization, Cody's right up there, right up there, man. And uh, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Their TV starts less than a month. I believe it's going to be Og- October. October 2nd, I believe, is when they have their first show. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Let me tell you guys something. If you guys want to watch one match on this card, it's going to have to be Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. It's going to Pentagon and Ray Ray Phoenix versus uh, Matt and Nick Jackson. Good God, man. The shit these guys put their body through has been fucking crazy. The Canadian destroyers, they did the um, you know, tip cup, couple table spots. Pentagon Junior was always one of my favorite wrestlers in the Lucha Underground. Um, really been following him for a while. I think I admitted in the, in the past podcast I have not watched a lot of uh the young bucks, but man, I've been watching them since they've been on uh, AEW. Fucking fabulous. Fucking great. It's um, it's hard to. To keep doing these ladder matches like that. I know it's going to be something that we can't watch all the time. It's going to get, uh, you know, diluted and it's going to be played out. But, damn, you guys got to watch it. It's really beautiful wrestling. It's really something I enjoy. And uh, they're fucking workers, y'all. They put their body through some shit. And, yeah, I really appreciate those wrestlers that sacrifice their bodies for um, the fans. That's who it is. Or, you guys say, no, no, it's not for the fans. But we make the stars. We are the ones they care to. And, um... I think it's going to be really, really uh, interesting where they go with that. Again, this tag team division is looking real stacked. And um, the last match was uh, Chris Jericho and Adam Page. That was was that was really, it built up a lot. Um, It's a big deal. Um, I've been looking forward to AEW. So when you see AEW, you want a world champion who's world-renowned. And uh, Chris Jericho won. And I think they got that correct. I think they got that call right. Whoever booked that match got it done right. Um... You know, a lot of critics will be out there saying, you know, well, fuck, when WWE has old motherfuckers game in the balance, we bitch, or Chris Jericho's past his prime. I will tell you guys this, man, when you snow the game like I do, you love wrestling like I do, you understand that Chris Jericho has evolved, switched his style up, he's, not, he's no longer that, um, high flyer, he's no longer that, um... The agile person he used to be—he's older. That's okay, but the style he works now is awesome. He caters more to the crowd. He slows it down. He takes his time. He tells a story in his matches, and um, I think when the spotlight's on you, you need someone to um, really showcase and um, have some familiar, some familiar. I guess familiarity is that a word? Someone that the people are familiar with, you know. And Chris Jericho is that person. He is a mainstream star. And if he would have um, that match was great. It was great to see him win the AEW World Championship. Um, is it the most prestigious title? That that that's that's out there. You know, that's that's a debate. But it's one. It's a great title to have, and it's it it means a lot. It um it will um. I want to say it's going to really put AEW in a different atmosphere. I'm not saying Adam Page couldn't have done that. But when Chris Jericho does it, he just brings a lot more meaning to that title. He had a great promo. He looks like he fucking evolved again, but a little bit of the bubbly. And that shit is tight. I fucking love that because wrestling can't be serious all the time, y'all. And he got his belt stolen. I guess that was a... I don't know if that's a shoot or if that's a work. But, you know, he got his belt stolen at the airport. So, that was a cool little... That was was interesting. You guys... If you guys really watch wrestling, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. That was really interesting. And I'm really... um I'm really interested. What's gonna happen? It's rest, it's a good time for wrestling, y'all. As a fan, as a wrestler, and if you really care, you know, you know about me. I'm about people getting their money. So a lot of people are now getting paid off this wrestling thing. Um, when we have two, three, four promotions pushing it and their best product out, it's awesome to see. It's a blessing to see. And um, I'm really interested in what's gonna happen next. And they got my attention. And uh, they didn't get my fifty dollars, to be honest with you, but they do got my attention. I'm I'm all for it. Something else I, I want to discuss, man. Uh, we, you know, um, I think this is gonna drop. This is I'm not gonna drop another podcast in a week. So I think uh, by the time this drops, the, the anniversary would uh will pass. I just wanted to, um. Make sure that we remember 9-11, y'all. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I'm not here to fucking discuss government conspiracy. I'm talking about the people who passed and what that meant as a kid for me. I'm a big history buff. Um, To see, you know, the planes crash. And I remember calling my dad when that happened. And I remember exactly where I was at when the p- planes hit, you know, the Pentagon and they fell in Virginia and whatnot. Um... Big moment in American history, y'all. I know that, you know, our attention spans are a little bit more short. And I know we most people don't give a fuck about that. I know they're going to probably say some ignorant shit. Um, it's... It's different, you know? It's going to be... Um, it's something that we need to remember. I think need something that we need to um, always observe and um, honor and respect. Uh, I always compare... I always compare this tragedy to the JFK tragedy that the previous generation experienced. Um, it, I I feel like um, with JFK, America lost its innocence. You know, I think at that time we were in a peace place, and I think um, I think uh, at, we're at a state of peace when JFK died, and you know he was trying to make changes from within. And they took him out and that was on that was done on national T V. Um, a lot of people adored the president at that time. and no times are different now, but um they took away that innocence. And I feel like nine eleven did that for our generation. Um, we didn't we never experienced uh well at least to this magnitude a, you know, uh how could I say this? An attack on our home soil. Uh, that's something I really uh, hope we all observe, and um, let's give credit to our military man. Uh, these guys put their bodies, their lives on the line, their souls. They put their souls for this country, and I know that's some, that's something now that gets lost in um, our era. This 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 Twitter error, this social media error, this this error when people, you know, if you don't agree with it, fuck you type of error, which is cool, I understand that, but I got a lot of family um, in the military, I got a, uh, I got a lot of um, roots in the military, my grandpa served, my first cousin served. Um, got a lot of second third cousins that serve. Um, there's multiple generations of this shit you know and uh, they really they really are they're they're honored they're it's in, it's in, it's embodied in them to uh serve. Our country, and remember that um, a lot of countries that don't have our freedom. No matter what anybody says, don't care what left, right say. We need to take. Uh, we always need to observe the 9/11. We always remember our freedom. We always gotta remember. Um, what this country was founded on and I know again people like to shit on that but we are a free country I couldn't do this if it wasn't for our country I want to be able to fucking say fuck you <laughs> you know what I mean like I want to be able to have my freedom of speech I want to be able to uh, get my get my truth out I want to be able to speak on topics that I like to speak about um doesn't matter if y'all care about them I care about them so I think we got to really take that in appreciation to uh Really take that into consideration appreciation when nine eleven come. Let me just listen to this real fast, Joe. One minute. Hey, yo. Y'all know how that hurricane is going down over on the East Coast? I have a question. When cities get mandated to evacuate or whatever, like, you know, you got to leave the city. Do the police chief and the mayor and the head honchos of the city, they bounce too? You know what I mean? Or, like, do they stay down and hold it down? Or are they the first ones to leave or what? You know what I'm saying? Because you'll see sometimes the mayors are on TV giving interviews and whatnot. But, like, are they required to stay or, or weather's a storm or what? You know what I mean? Can anyone of y'all answer that? <laughs> In the sense of, like, okay, we're going to lose 300 people. None of those 300 people should be officials. Does that make sense? Is that what you're trying to say? Does that make sense? I was just curious. True. Man, (laughs) y'all. You know, sometimes I just don't think shit through. I'd be lazy and I just want the answers. That was cool. That's a good solid answer. So my guy, man, dude, I'm sorry, y'all. This I'm, I like to I like to go off fucking of, like, on the fly. My guy, Mikey, just on some crazy shit sometimes. But yeah, I think first responders have to stay in the event of a catastrophe like that. I believe so. I don't even know how, how do you spell catastrophe. 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 Hi right, y'all. Sorry about the interruption. So that's that's really um. Again, man, just make sure we observe that. And let's never forget that, man. I know it's cliché, and you know, it's something that we all seen the fucking bumpers back in the day. But that's something they really um, hope we continue to uh, remember that, man. That's what they, I always want to make sure that my children, um, when I do have children, they remember and they could know that uh, I was really, uh, I was aware of what was going on when that shit happened. Um, Fantasy football came around this weekend. It was always, it's always a good time having the guys around, and uh, we have about we have twelve players. Uh, it's called the league. I know everybody loves fantasy football, so I wanted to do a little fantasy football. And this is just based off my league. I want to do a little fantasy football. I guess um, post show, uh, Saquon Barkley went first, of course. That was really nice. Uh, I, I I think we um, Alvin I'm sorry. Evan Kamara got fourth. I took DeAndre Hopkins with third. Probably a bad strategy. Some people think, but man, uh, Devonte Adams went six. So after, if it's DeAndre or Devonte to me, it's gonna be always DeAndre. I was really hoping to um. I wanted to get a top-two receiver or a top-two running back. This series, I always feel like I'm missing, so I really wanted to get that. I didn't trust Zeke or Todd Gurley at that third pick. Um, I came back around and got Keenan Allen and Zach Ertz and Deshaun Watson, so I got a one-two combination, and I got some top-five players. I don't know if Keenan Allen's going to be a considered top-five wide right receiver. Uh, it was really interesting what people felt. Um, Ezekiel Elliott fell on to the eighth, which was actually a good pickup. Um, we got him at a good at a good spot. Antonio Brown also won the second round. Who knows what's going to happen with him, man? Um, I don't know. Let me just give y'all. I think who I'm who I'm expecting to, you know, break out or have a a comeback year it was Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is someone. To, a couple of years ago, he was a fucking stud. He's a beast. I don't know if the league figured him out or what was going on with that, but it's gonna be real nice to see, uh, to see him do, to see him come back and hopefully do well. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure about Josh Jacobs. I know he's a rookie running back out of Oakland. Um, don't know exactly what he's gonna do. Um, James White's out there. I don't know what you know. I always thought James White was gonna be a He's a he's a he's, a, he's a running back by committee. Uh him and Sony Michael. That's someone they they were took and they would take they both were taking the sixth round. Um I thought uh, see Tyler Lockett, he, I thought he was taking a little bit early. He's a fifth round pick. Uh, Mark Ingram might be someone who breaks out in um Baltimore. That's another pick I really was interested in. Uh, let me just look at these sleepers real fast. Um I think you know, Kirk Cousins is a sleeper on the twelfth. I think um Marvin Jones is a sleeper. Uh Golden Tate's a sleeper. I know he's suspended right now, but um we'll see how he does, man. I think uh let me just look at this real fast here. My guy Donas picked up um, see here my guy does pick up greg olsen the 10th round that could be a sleeper um so i think uh baker mayfield went a little bit too high for me when the seventh round that's just a little too high for my taste um when, when aaron Rodgers is there in the sixth round i'm sure matt ryan tom brady big Ben were all taking a later round um i felt like baker mayfield went a little bit higher than i thought um we shall see so I don't know, you know, I'm really curious about what Amari Cooper's gonna bring to the table. Duke Johnson, um Chris Carson, uh, can Greg Kittle have a repeat season of last year? What is James Carter gonna do now? That um, teams are no longer saying, oh, fuck, maybe Le'Veon's going to be back next week. This is his show now. Uh, Le'Veon went fifth in our draft. Really excited for that. Um, What's Joe Mixon going to do? Delvin Cook, that's someone who went really high last year, got hurt, and he's back now. Josh Gordon's another person and one of my guys took in the sixth round. Um, What is he going to do in New England? I haven't really seen that game. It's like, fuck, he's back. So, um Eric, I think I, my squad, let me just tell you all my squad, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Deshaun Watson, Damian Williams, Darius Geese, um, Emmanuel Sanders, Latavius Murray, which I'm really hoping does well with, with New Orleans, um, Eric Ebron, uh, Lamar Jackson, who I'm really hoping does well, I did have Tony Pollard, who I dropped for Derek Carr, Marvin Jones, I felt what could be a number one receiver, um, Chris Boswell, Dallas defense, and Kenny Stills, which I feel like in the event that anything ever happened, happens to deandre hopkins i need that backup player um offensive football yo i think you guys really have to remember this is a ppr league so you want to stack a little bit on your wide receivers and your running backs and your tight ends you know you always get that quarterback at the end of the draft um my guy big sada man he has a squad mccaffrey kelsey mahomes woods uh, Kenny Galloway, Kenyon Drake, Sterling Shepard, Jared Goff, Mac Freeda, Cleveland Defense, Daryl Henderson, Gold, Niners Dean, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. I know he has he's going through that concussion protocol right now, so um that's someone you could always pick up on. Someone that's gonna be you know, might be worth the damn. Um Let's see, my guy, Dona, has got a good squad. I like Kamara, Evans, Fournette, Mac Landry, Robbie Anderson, D. D. Westbrook, Devin Singletary, Russell Wilson, Greg Olson, Valdez, Scantley, Kirk Cousins, uh, Matt Bryan, Seattle D, and Ronald Jones. Solid team. Um, I guess I can make a prediction. Let me just go off these teams real fast, man. My guy, Brian Brown, has a solid team. Um, if they come through, my guy Mike has a solid team. I think I have a solid team. At the end of the day, I think Big Sada might have the big, t- the best team. And um, that's what's crazy. I did. Um, let me just put right now and give Big Sada some love. Again, I'm this is gonna be the best. Um, I think Big saw might you know I'm glad he's not in my fucking division, I'll tell you that much. So that's fun. I guess, you know, this is something i have been doing since I was like twelve years old, man. So I really try to make sure, you know, the integrity of the league is always um is always within uh, within earshot. <laughs> we always wanna make sure that fucking we keep the integrity of the league. I try to have everything as fair as possible. The guys who are in this league are stand-up guys and um, they re- really love playing and they're going to pay attention. You don't want guys who fuck that off a little bit. And let me get Mikey's um, response to this shit. How the fuck you figure that? That's some bullshit. He had the second pick. <laughs> and as you guys could tell my guy Mikey is uh kind of mad. Hey, dude, if you're on the podcast right now, you're fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> Let's get his response one more time. How the fuck you figure that? So my guy Mikey is definitely not a fan of my guy Angel having the best squad uh, in the league this year. So I think it's going to be real fun. We got 12 guys, six six teams in every division. It's really fun. Um, Good luck to my guys, and I hope we continue doing this. We got like 2021. That's like two years from now. But um, we got something real special planned out. Um, I think it will be really fun. It be really innovative, and I got something in the book, so we'll see what happens, man. Um, I don't want this podcast to go on forever. I got some shit to do, but let me just tell—I want to give you guys a little. I know we—I st- know we don't. I don't really go into deep shit, but I'm not going to go into all of it either. But let me just tell you guys something, man. This is probably more catered to the fellas, um, fellas. Sometimes in life, we got to uh, take ourselves out of the equation. Um, especially when it's someone you love, someone you care for, someone you uh, have a history with, someone you uh, you know you can't um, keep interfering in their life. No matter what, if it was on purpose or it was on accident or it was just the way the universe um, meant, it, meant it to be. And uh, as a man, y'all, sometimes you got to re- recognize uh, the best solution is just to take your, take your ass out of the equation. Um, because you love the person, because you care about the person, because you don't want, um, that person to, uh, be in a position where they're not entirely comfortable or they're not entirely, uh, happy with your presence or your interaction with others or you being around. Um, just remember there's nothing wrong with taking the L sometimes, y'all, and being the bigger man. Um, in my situation, it's just sometimes I gotta remember, um... Just because I think situations are okay doesn't mean people are okay with situations. Nothing crazy, man. Just being at the same spot with someone you have in your past, um, and it's all love, you know. I'm a firm believer you could be uh, you could be friends with someone in your past, but um, doesn't mean you have to be around when you know you, you know they're gonna be around, especially when it's not entirely necessary. When it's you know going downtown and um, hanging out, you don't gotta be there. Um, you can't be interfering in people's lives, y'all. And that's something that, um, I'm, you know, I'm 28. I'm a, I consider myself a man. I consider myself knowledgeable. I consider myself a smart man. Um, I continue to learn lessons, though, in life. Sometimes you gotta just, um, and it's no. sometimes it doesn't have to be an argument. It doesn't have to be a debate. It's just something you have to do as a man and just say, you know what? I know what's, I know what's going on here. I know that my presence whether it was wanted there or not, is interfering in shit and interfering in lives and interfering and in, um stuff I should be interfering in as an ex, as a um as someone who's not involved in that person's life anymore. And sometimes you just gotta step away, y'all. And there's nothing more there's nothing wrong with that man. There's nothing wrong with just going and stepping back and Looking at the, looking at the equation, looking at the surface, and saying, you know what? Let's just not do this anymore. Let's not go where you know that person's gonna be at. Um, be, I, it's not even being the bigger man, just being a smart man, and being someone you know. It's not about your ego. It's not about, um, it's not about me. It's not about that self-centered shit. You just got to do it because it's best for the whole situation, for everybody involved. It's just best that you do it. It doesn't have to be on anybody else's dime. It's on your dime. You make that decision. You make that final decision. You get the fuck out. And that's all love at the end of the day still. It doesn't have to be a hateful thing. It doesn't have to be a spiteful thing. I hope that um, if any of y'all in any situation where you know that yo, when I come up in the door, it's not going to be a good situation. Get Get your ass out of there. Get the fuck out. It doesn't have to be a fight, it doesn't have to be an argument, it doesn't have to be some little kid shit. Just be a man, say, you know what, this is what I wanna do and wish them luck and we good. Um sometimes you gotta do that man i've been in a situation in my life um i've been trying to i i, I really tempted to be cool with everybody in my past and sometimes it's not like that y'all i'm not saying that's the situation this weekend but there's plenty of exes who hate me you know um i was a dick at one time i was a, like i've admitted in several podcasts before i wasn't a good person to a lot of people who love me and who I took for granted a lot of love, I took for granted um, someone c- caring for me, appreciating me, um, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. I always think, um, I'm not saying I'm, a du- I'm not saying that I, you know, it's not about being committed or faithful. It's just about if you're willing to put the same energy in as somebody else, and I don't know if I have the energy. I um, got a lot going on, man. You know, school. Uh, DJing, podcasting, spending time with my family. I never really got to spend time with my family before. I always had a fucking 40-hour gig dragging me down and fucking my mental. Or coaching, you know, I got a lot on my plate. And um, it felt really good to do that, man. I want to tell y'all, sometimes if you feel like, you know, the the universe is telling y'all something to do it, take the signs, man. Just realize, okay, this is what he's telling me. This is why I was put here for. To realize that some motherfuckers aren't smart enough to do that. And um, I really, um, I'm grateful for that. I'm really happy that I could, um, I could recognize the signs and just let go. Sometimes you got to let go of the past. And maybe that person has, but I don't think I have sometimes, you know, still think sometimes that lingers on my head. Sometimes that, uh, that messes with my mind a little bit. And uh, it feels good just to say my piece and just walk away. And uh it doesn't have to be, like I said, not everything has to be a fuck you, I hate you fight. It doesn't have to be like that. Nothing close to that. Nothing remotely close to that. It's just about being a man, doing what men do. Um, shout out to the guys. Shout out to everybody, though, who, you know, try to put their pride to the side. I know sometimes we, uh, we, we got to show up to places where we don't feel like we're welcome or we got to be around people we're not 100% comfortable with. Um, it's really, it's really, um, God, so it's a neuronal, you know, so egoless. It feels good to be like, okay, I'm going to take this big boy move. To me, it's a big boy step and just walking away from situations and just showing love, still being on love. I can go to sleep not feeling bad. I can go to sleep not with shit on my mind. Um, and that's just, uh, sometimes I don't have the energy for that either I know a lot of us don't have the energy for negative shit That's why I never want to make, I never wanted to make the situation into a negative situation It don't have to be like that I feel like I send my peace and, yo man, I'm free y'all I know, um, sometimes I, uh, I forget I'm appreciative of the life I have and, uh It feels good to be free, man feels good to not look back and be like, damn What could've, should've, could've, what could've Should've, would've happened. Now it's this happened, and we're gonna keep pushing. And I hope it, um, I hope it helps me out in the long run. I Really think uh, this is why this podcast is good. It's why I need a solo pod where I can just speak my mind. And hopefully, y'all do it, man. Sometimes again, you gotta make the best move. And it's not all about you. You gotta look at the whole, the overall um, picture. Sometimes everybody involved, and if the if the if the best thing is for you to get the fuck out of this scenario, that's what you need to do. Don't. Who gives a fuck about? Oh, this thing. This isn't gonna work because I'm not gonna be able to do this. Or nah, it's not about you, my guy. It's about the bigger picture. And uh, that's some real talk for y'all. This is episode 21. I hope y'all follow on the STS podcast um, on Twitter and IG. It's at STS Podcast 661. I hope y'all um, subscribe to us on all podcast platforms i'm gonna drop this today's this episode 21 this is the sts podcast my name is ernie c the gap for genius you guys just listen to the best podcast in bakersfield shooting the shit we out